Have you desired a generation of true Christians? Do your heart hunger for the Word of God and rise in the power of the Holy Spirit? Are you eager to join the Revival Army of God for Kingdom Advancement? Welcome to Agents of Change Podcast, where we work as one and together advance the kingdom. We channels only with God's power flowing through us every day and every hour. Stay tuned. And you will be praying for them. When they bring it, ask them, how did you get it? It's a sword in this country, sir. Somebody earning 200,000 naira as a civil servant is riding a 20 million naira car. He will bring it to office. He will bring it to church. They will dedicate it. He has no known business. He's not into farming. Because actually, if I understand the civil service, we are only expected to do farming, right? That's the only thing you can do. No large-scale family, no nothing. He has it. He's living in a mansion. His children are schooling in the best schools in the city. And nobody's asking questions. He has special seat in the church. He's an elder. His opinion matters more than every other person's opinion. Because he has money. Nobody asks. A culture of corruption. Men whose garments are soiled and spotted with this wall, standing in God's holy house. And some of you, I see you, you are growing to become like them. May the Lord deliver you. May the Lord stop you on your steps. Angels met him. The Lord will grant you a turnaround. Every evil you have known, you are participating in, you will go back and rebel. That syndicate you have in the office, you you will bust it. You will bust it. You will expose it. You will tell them, I know do again. That is what it means to rebel. And it's sad that they see in their crime, they are bold. You see sinners, thieves, boldly speaking. Because values have been eroded. The walls have been broken. People that should be ashamed. People that should hide. The stolen things are parading it. People are following them. Religious leaders are following them. And you, that is trying to follow God, you are, you are timid, you are intimidated. Now I'm going to read a few things and then we'll begin to wish to pray. Revelation chapter 17 verse 18. Very quickly. Please, can somebody give me a sense of time? I think I've lost track. Just write it for me on the notes. Revelation 17 and 18. Now, because time is always not our friend, I'll just quickly highlight some of the issues. Now, in that scripture, the Bible was talking about the mystery Babylon. And I pray God will help us. Now, let me just go there and push some things. Now, listen. And there came one out of the seven angels which had the seven veils. I'm reading from verse 1. Ruth came saying, Come hither and I will show you unto thee the great war that seated upon many waters. Everybody say the great war. The great war. Now listen. 
with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication. And the inhabitants of the earth have drunk with the wine of our fornication. So he carried me away into the spirit, into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon scarlet, colored beasts. Ah, that's not possible. <laughs> colored beasts. Whose, whose full names of blasphemy, having seven heads and seven arms. Now listen. Verse 5. And upon her head was a name written, Mystery Babylon, the great mother of harlots and the abomination of the earth. Now, look at what the Bible says further. Now, just join with me. Let's come to verse 9. And here in the mind which had wisdom, here is the mind which had wisdom, the seven heads are the seven mountains on which the woman seated. And there are seven kings, five are fallen and one is, and one is not yet. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space of time. Now, let's go to 18. Eighteen. Now, and after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having a great power and earth, and lighted with his glory. And he cried out with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is falling, is falling, and has become the habitations of devils, and the whole of every foul spirit, and the cage of every hateful bird. Now listen, for all nations, did you hear that? For all nations have drunk the wine of her the rind of the rot of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. Now listen. And the merchants of the earth are wax rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Now because of our time, let me stop and explain something to you. The Bible is introducing us here to the spirit of this age. Which the Bible calls the spirit of Babylon or mystery Babylon. Now, a few things the Bible said. One was that the merchants of the earth, all kings, all nations, drank from the rod of her fornication. The Bible says that friendship with the world is what? It's adultery, fornication. These things are spiritual. Some of us don't understand. When you soil your garment in the, with the world, when you join the corrupt system, the world system to do all those evils that you're doing. You don't understand that there's spiritual dimension to it. You don't understand that you are actually fornicating. Because even friendship with the world, the Bible says what? Enmity with God. Some of us are fornicating with the world. If you read further, and because there's no time, I'll have dwelt so much on this revelation. The Bible speaks about the spirit of Antichrist and the mark of the beasts. And one of the profound things about the mark of the beasts was that it will come to a time that you cannot buy or sell until you have the mark of the beasts. And whereas this will be fulfilled in future, I want you to know that the principle is working even now. The Bible says the Antichrist they are already, is already in the world. Time will come that the devil will demand that you put a mark on your forehead and your right hand before you do business. But now, 
without physically putting a mark on your forehead and your right hand, which represents actually what you do, the devil still demands that you must have his mark before you do business. Sometimes you wonder, it's like, if I don't do this thing, I don't get anything. You can't do business with government. You can't do business anywhere until you bow down. But God is looking for people who they would rather lose privileges. They will lose everything than to bow down. Some of you, you think that when persecution comes, I will stand. But you know why you will not stand? If you are compromising now, you will not stand in that day. Now that they are not really putting a gun on your neck, you are compromising. When they bring a gun and they say you must bear a mark, many of you will bear. I just want to read the last scripture because we do not have time. It's going to be in Romans chapter 11. But before we go there, I'm tidying up now. Listen. My interest is not to preach a good sermon. It's to raise rebels for God today. Are you understanding? That's my goal. People who today, they will vow. Let me go hungry. Let them even kill me. But I will not bow. That's my goal. There are three types of response that Christians usually give. I'll just take that and I'll read that Romans chapter 11. The first is what I call the compromisers or the culprits. These are Christians who say, if you can't beat them, join them. They are Christians or churchgoers. I prefer to use the word churchgoers because if you use Christian, the strict sense of the word, they're supposed to be like Christ. They're not supposed to do that, right? Churchgoers do this. These are people who, they are in the camp. They join others to do it. They compromise. They are culprits. They do it. They are part of the system. They can even arrange for you. They suggest how to do it. They do it. There's a second type of Christians. I call them the cowards and the complacent. Are you a coward? Do you know what the Bible says about cowards? It says, but the cowards, the unbelievers, the corrupt, the murderers, all those who practice witchcraft and worshippers of idols and all liars, he said they are faith in the, in the burning sulfur. I didn't know that cowardice is a sin. When you cannot look at somebody and say, I will not do. Some of you, that's your problem. You are ashamed of the gospel. You know this is wrong, but you don't. You can't even say, I will not do. Cowards! They will sack me. What if I lose this job? This is where I get my daily bread. I have a family. Who told us about this one that said he has a family? I have a family. They will sack me. Cowards! They cannot look at people and say, sorry, I cannot do. I'm a Christian. And no, take now. No, 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 no. Why, why don't you want to collect the money? They're offering you bribe. He said, no, I don't feel like collecting. You cannot even say, no, I'm a Christian. He said, no, no, it's okay. One of the sisters I wanted to have told her story, she said, she was those kind of Christians and it, they fall into those categories, those, those compromisers. She would run and run, run attend at 7 o'clock, she comes 7 o'clock. The unbelievers used to complain in their office. Because you know, when you write 7 o'clock, you come nine and you write nine and somebody came 11 and he wants to write eight o'clock you know you have spoiled the show for him because usually you write it line by line and somebody draws a rule so she was that righteous but for her it was just in that department outward righteousness 
She used to collect bribe. Then one day, somebody came to the attendance and saw she did that thing. He called her. He said, you should stop doing this nonsense you are doing. He said what? Say you come and you'll be spoiling our attendance at this thing. Say you'll be claiming righteousness. When you give you bribe, don't you collect? He said that thing took her heart. She vowed, she repented from that day not to collect any money from them. Some of you, that's what you do. Selective holiness and righteousness. We're not talking about men like that. Men who will rebel. That's the third category of people. Those who rebel, who will look at the devil, the God of this world, and say, I will not bow to you. I would rather go hungry. I would rather lose privileges. Let them keep me for 10 years. Oh, there's no time. I've told you stories about people who were so bad. Some people deny promotion for over 10 years. Their posting is always to the village because they won't bring returns. They will not collect money. But when God visited them, when God visited them, the whole nation knew about their stories. But small thing, compromisers, they give in. Small thing, some of you join them. Now, Romans chapter 11, now we're going to round up there. Romans chapter 11. And we're going to connect with the issues that God began with us. If you are there, I ask them, Romans chapter 11, I'm starting reading from verse 1. I ask them, did God reject his people? Certainly not. I am an Israelite myself, a descendant of Abraham, from the tribe of Benjamin. God did not reject his people whom he foreknew. I'm going somewhere. Do you not know what the scripture says about Elijah? How he appealed to God against Israel. Now listen. He said, Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down the altars. I'm the only one left and they are seeking my life as well. Now verse 4. And what was the divine reply? I'm interested in that divine reply. And what was the divine reply? He said, I have reserved for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to bow. Now listen, listen. In the same way, at the present time, there is a remnant choosing by grace. Forgive me, I want to say, there is a remnant choosing by mercy. Are you hearing me? There is a remnant choosing by grace. And if it is by grace, then it is no longer by works. Otherwise, grace will no longer be grace. What are we saying here? There's a remnant choosing by grace. There's a remnant choosing by mercy. There's a people that God has reserved for himself. Say, these are my special breed. And I've chosen them by mercy and grace. I said, these ones, they will not bow to me. In this meeting, God told us, I'm coming with mercy. Mercy found me. You can be part of that remnant today. You can be those among those people, those 7,000 that God is reserving, that will not bow down. If you will cry out to God today, if you will cry out to the Lord today, you can connect with his mercy. What did God say? Say, I'm extending mercy to you. Who is sufficient to this, for these things? Only God is sufficient. 
It will only have to be the hand of mercy and grace that will help us. Why God has brought you here? Do you know why he brought you for this meeting? Because you are part of that 7,000. No, you didn't hear me. You see, you didn't plan for this. Some of you just knew about this. They just brought you there. But you are part of that remnant. He said, I've reserved them. I knew them right from the beginning. And I told myself, he said, these ones, keep them aside. Everyone is falling away. Everyone has joined the national backsliding. He said, but there are 7,000 people. Keep them aside for me. I have chosen them by grace. It is not because of who they are. It is not because of what they have done. I, in my mercy, have decided to preserve them. And say, these ones will not bow their knees. These ones will not kiss back. Rise up as your feet as you pray. Say, Lord, I'm part of that remnant. Can you make that decision today? Can you make that decision today? Can you, can you declare your allegiance to God alone? I, by grace, have been choosing. Hey, my father. I would rather die. I would rather choose privileges. Lose privileges. I would rather be pure. Be poor. I would rather lose that thing. Than to bow down. I worship only God. I bow down before no other gods. I have no other God but the God. But the Lord. I have been chosen by grace. At the foundation of the world. I among those whom God have reserved. Not by works. Not by resolve, but by grace, but by grace, but by grace. Can you pray? Can you pray? Lord, today I rebel against the corrupt system. I rebel. No more. No more. I will not eat any longer from the porridge, from the portion of the king's meat. I will not defile myself. I will not soil my garments. If they like, let them sack me from work. If they like, let them deny me the promotion. I will not bow. I would rather die than bow. I would rather die. I would rather die. I would rather die. I would rather die, Lord, than bow. I 
ask God to strengthen your resolve. The enemy has not given up on you. He came to Jesus and said, all this I will give you. The Bible said he left him to come back at an opportune time. But can you say, Lord, I will not bow. By grace, I will not bow. This remnant, it was not their works. It was mercy, mercy. God said, I reserve them, I reserve them. And Paul said, so if God reserve them, then it is grace. They are chosen by grace. Chosen by mercy. Oh, my father. These ones, they just found strength in their spirits. Yet it was not them. They just found that they hate iniquity. Yet it was God that planted it in them. They just found out that they hate unrighteousness. The wages of unrighteousness. Yet it was God that put it there. It was, it was God. It was God. Oh! Thank God for his word to our lives. Have you been blessed by today's message? Then watch out for more episodes to come your way for his words on you every morning. To know more about us, visit our website on www.worldagentofchange.org and stay connected. God bless.